Welcome everyone to the sixth episode of The Game Speak. Me and Hui are back again. We're back in our living rooms because of the corona situation. Or as they say, the circumstances surrounding COVID-19. Which means we have to still stay at home, but that doesn't scare us away. Right, Hui? No, never. Uh, as I mentioned last in last episode, no matter what's gonna happen in the world, we're still gonna bring you the top quality expert opinions on all the latest and biggest news and yeah. whatever in the gaming industry. So, like it doesn't yeah. even matter if the world goes under or whatever. We're, we're gonna create news for you if we have. We're gonna to. create, yeah, yeah. We're gonna create news for you. Don't you worry. Yeah. So Hui, as always, what have you been playing? Um. So before I I get into to like, I know this is like a gaming podcast, but uh, I know that we are both really big uh, Marvel fans, yeah. especially like uh, MCU. Uh, I don't know if you seen this, but the director from uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, Ta- Taika Waititi, he he uh, he had like this Instagram live thing. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like amazing. I just want to kind of uh, tell the viewers, I I mean listeners, if they haven't seen it. So, uh, the director he made like a Instagram live thing. And then he showed off some like concept arts for the next the fourth uh, four movie, uh, which is gonna be out in in some years. And then in the background, at some point, he had like uh, a script, right? So so if so, I guess some fans thought they were being pretty smart. So I like me, right? So I stopped the the video feed, and then yeah. I tried to read what whatever yeah. it was like reading. And I'm just gonna read it really quick because it's so funny. So it's just like, uh, so it's four. He says like. Uh, like he can't believe what he's seeing because like there's someone standing in front of him and then we see that then we read that it's uh, Tony Stark so uh, so for he will be like Tony and then t- Tony will reply like what's up <laughs> and then the like description would be like Tony is alive he's perfectly normal perfectly Tony <laughs> and then for we see like you're back and to- uh, like for we say like oh, Tony why like how are you back and Tony would reply like Yes, uh, like I'm back. I'm perfectly fine, but I saw you die. So how, how come you're back? And he's just like science. And also, <laughs> Thanos, also Thanos is back. And then, <laughs> then for he replies, "Mother fricka, no." <laughs> so uh, we are assembling again. And Tony said, "Yes, again." But now it's go time. And then the end, like the last thing he says is like, "Everyone who died is coming back, and this time we are avenging even more than ever. From now on, we will be known as." The adventurers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, saw that. It's like it's so funny. Like, and that's such a what's easy thing to do, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It it really is. It's it's so it's such a genius thing to do. Yeah, um, I like it, and I I can't wait for the, uh, yeah, for the next four movie. Just yeah, gonna, it's gonna be amazing when that happens. If the, yeah, even though they push all the movies back a while now, I'm actually kind of yeah. happy they did it because we get. We get a little break from the MCU until we get right back into it again. Exactly, uh, which is fine. But yeah, just back to your question, what I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, as as just like you have, right? We're gonna talk more about that like later. Um, and then I, um, you know, after last episode, I, I told you that uh, you kind of convinced me to buy Animal Crossing uh, yeah. New Horizon, and and I did, right? I just uh, like, heck yeah, I'm you gonna did. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been playing that game for two weeks, which means that I don't hate it. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's just, it's just like it's strangely addictive. Like I don't get it because like the gameplay is so simple, and um, 
yeah just like you it's become uh it's became like it like it's become like a uh a, a part of my morning routine right right i wake right. up I, I get some breakfast and then i play some animal crossing yeah i gotta i gotta chop those trees man gotta chop those trees gotta mix did yeah. you remember today to buy turnips before yes yeah how, yeah, how much like the first how many uh, bills like have you enlisted uh i think around 100 100 oh, bills okay. cool yeah that's yeah. gonna net you a great income like uh I've invested eight hundred thousand this week. Eight hundred, wow! <laughs> yeah, like, like last time, I think I made a profit of two million bills. So I just like bought off. Two million. Yeah, my, just went up to Nook and it's like I'm paying out of pocket. <laughs> Please, I want to pay my entire loan off in one go. I have one yeah. loan left actually, and then I'm done paying off. I'm out of debt after that. Oh, that's Which is nice. that's something I'm probably never gonna achieve in real life, but hey, video yeah. games are escapism, hey, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> uh, did you know that there's like this uh, website where you can like type in? Ah, yeah, uh, turnaprofit.io. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I read about it. Actually, f- made the website based on of the game source code. So yeah. that's why they can like most likely accurately predict uh, how your prices are gonna proceed. So according yeah. to that website, I might be able to get a potential of five hundred and eighty bills per turnip this week. Okay, potentially, oh. there's potentially, like a yeah. three three to four percent chance it's said, but that's like the most potential I have. So yeah, I hope it's true. That would be very cool, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I I can't wait to to see which day uh, where I'm gonna turn in the biggest profit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh it's so weird. Like like that kind of mechanic is a part of like a child or not a child game, but like a game that's kind of looks like it's for children and yeah, you know, like it's for everyone. It depends on how you want to yeah. play. You want to play the exactly. stocks market, you can play the stocks market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. not uh, you're not forced yeah. to play the stocks market. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna give some quick uh, sure. opinions about Lay the game because, like, yeah, you you already did your review last time, so yeah, uh, the game is very charming. Um, like the aesthetics, of the game are, are very like yeah, it's like for everybody. Uh, I like the villagers. Uh, most animals are pretty cute. Yeah, like my my best friend is like a penguin. Hell yeah, he keeps talking about getting those gains. Like his name is Iggy. <laughs> it, it, it seems like it seems like there's like certain stereotypes that yeah that. Yeah, okay yeah they are stairs and i have like two uh, like bodybuilder types on my island as well yeah yeah me too yeah it's, it's kind of uh, yeah and, yeah so yeah uh, so he's like my best friend he's super nice and like it's, it's so fun right like he's the one who keeps talking about getting those gains but he's like the choppiest choppiest like fattest <laughs> animal i have on my my village right so yeah. it's really fun like it's it's fun getting like finding your schedule you like your own schedule schedule with the game like uh, you kind of create your own routines like daily routines and that's kind of like you, you talked about last time that it's kind of like a chilling experience yeah. and I definitely agree with that it's definitely a, a chilling experience like I always pop on like a podcast in the background while yeah. I play the game that's oh, a perfect way yeah. to uh, listen to a podcast maybe even exactly. if you guys uh, listen to this podcast maybe pop in some Animal Crossing and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. some of yeah, the older nice. episodes as well <laughs> yeah very nice I also mentioned like last time that I was a bit skeptic about like the whole uh, real life thing. Like yeah. I build something and I have to wait to tomorrow actually before I see the building get finished, and it's still kind of annoying. But I get it. Like uh, I get why to do it, and 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 you, like you are supposed to invest a lot of time, uh, a yeah. lot of weeks in in the game. So, but yeah, so it's annoying at, at sometimes, but it's fine. It also kind of give my gives me like the motivation to keep playing the game, right? Like for. 
uh, like month uh, yeah. or years. Who knows? The, the customization, right? Like of like how you can color your some of your furnitures and and then all the different items you can get are amazing and and how you can customize your clothes as well it's uh, it's very yeah, like you can really create your own wardrobe in that game like yeah really yeah it's, and it's, not it's, only it's they, really like the wardrobe you find in the clothing shop i don't know if you unlock that yet in your on your island tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow I'll, great I'll have that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the great thing tomorrow they're building it yeah. right now yeah yeah but like, the clothing shop unlocks uh, the ability to like buy a lot of different clothing like just mm. two days ago i just bought a bunch of the game calls them basketball shoes, but they're obviously Jordans. And about all the oh, color okay. combinations because like I love sneakers. So but nice. a cool thing in the in the back of the clothing store, there's this counter. And in this counter you can actually put in a code. So basically if you design clothing in the game, you you can use this code and upload your designs and then people can download them yeah. in their games from the clothing store. So this whole like you can really make your own wardrobe and that's so amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so the game has its own like catalog of clothes, but then all the user generated yeah, is like exactly. another big uh, catalog. Yeah, and and so 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 yeah, it's like, overall uh, it's a very charming game. It's it's un- like it's really weirdly addicting uh, for like how simple the gameplay is. Uh, so that's like the good things. So I'm now I'm just gonna touch upon some things I didn't like about the game. Uh, first of all, I like I don't I don't know how like who I would recommend this game for. Like like. Honestly, because like I'm, I'm afraid that casual player will find the game too slow, hmm. or, or something, and 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 even like a player who plays a lot of Call of Duty, right, will definitely yeah. find this game too slow. And I don't know if people are able to find anything interesting if you play. Here's the thing, sports um, game. Yeah, what's up? The people I know, like I, I've no, I know people like who don't really play that many video games in general like i know someone who legit bought a switch to play this game and she's never and she's not really a gamer per se like it's it's because of the corona situation she was like fuck it i got my tax returns i'm gonna get a switch same 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 (laughs) and she went out and got the yeah and she got animal crossing as well and i was talking to her the other day and she was like i spent so many hours in this game i feel like because she doesn't have the expectations of what a video game is supposed to be, that probably does oh, like makes a difference yeah. how you're supposed to interact with it. Recommending though, I've been thinking about. I think I would recommend this game to people who like check marking things because I feel like mm. the game has a lot of check marks you can go through all the time. Like, okay, yeah, I want to clean my island. Yes, done that. Now I want to go make sure like I get some look mouse done that now I'm gonna make sure I found this yes done that I feel like people who like that it's not very much different from playing an open world game and doing a lot of side quests I feel mm. like it's kind of the same like reward you get like when you finally do something you can just check it yes I've done that like having a to-do list really makes this game fun I think like that's the type of person I would recommend this to not the call of duty type of person yeah for yeah, sure like they would yeah <laughs> they would hate it no but but honestly, like you, like you have a really good point, right? Because like this game doesn't give you a lot of um uh like clear uh end goals, right? Like you just have a lot of options and you can do whatever you want with the game. So in that aspect, I think it's kind of a good way, like a good game for people who, like you said, right, who doesn't play video games, yeah. right? Because like it's so relaxing and you can do whatever you want and and like kind of like uh, form your own schedule for every day. So yeah, maybe it's a, a hmm. nice game for a player who doesn't people who doesn't play video games True. Um, yeah so some other things that i didn't like about the game was that first of all the beginning of the game is really slow yeah i like, told you so i told you it was yeah. extremely slow 
like and and I don't know if you remember at one point I texted you like like how do you get those like iron nuggets because yeah. I need like 30 and I only got like five this uh, today <laughs> yeah. so I was like okay I have to wait for a week for this <laughs> this, this mission to be completed right so I was kind of close to mm. just quitting the game but for, fortunately I, I persisted and yeah. I overcame it and now like it's I would fine. also now say like minutes. that part is probably yeah. the biggest hurdle in the game is yeah. building the store with the 30 yeah. iron like that's like the biggest once you get through that like the game is a breeze from there but that's the biggest hurdle like that's the toughest part of the game yeah so yeah so that's kind of um, that that could be better right um, I, oh yeah and uh, I think I, I started in a really bad time I started when the Easter holiday uh, event yeah. uh, was kicking off Bunny day yeah and, Bunny day and I have to say I hate every oh I every agree. single thing I agree about this thing 100%. like 100% like, like I I didn't fish. I didn't fish for those like ten days or whatever. How yeah. long this event was going? Because like I didn't want to catch another egg, right? Instead of fish. Yeah, it yeah. Was, like so annoying, and 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 that character, what's his name, Skippy or something. Skippy, yeah, something like that. I yeah. hate everything about him. <laughs> all right, his design, his personality, like the music he does, like the dance he does on the day when he comes, like it's so did obnoxious. You, like, did you try get behind him and like Ziba open his uh, outfit? Like you can no, try and do no, that, and I he reacts, and he's like, okay. "Hey, don't ruin the immersion!" Like, don't. Hey, I'm trying to do my job, and he gets really mad at you. Like, you can try and go behind, and but you can't see how he looks like under the costume. No, it's horrible. Okay. I agree. It's it, so so okay. I didn't knew he was like a like like it was like like a costume. Yeah, you can see like there's a giant zipper on the back of him. Oh, yeah, like okay. it's supposed to be someone in a costume. We just don't know who or what he looks like. <laughs> Like another reason why I hate him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like also like at the bunny day uh, when you talk to him, like I I think I I, I accidentally talked to him like three times. And then the third time he was like kind of annoying. He was like, well, what are you doing? Like, stop touching me. Like just everything about him. I just hate. It's incredible. Uh, For me, like I think like funny enough, they actually nerfed uh, the egg ratio a few yeah. days into the event. Like, I can remember when we actually talked about Animal Crossing two weeks ago. Yeah, I told you, hey, this might be actually a, maybe a bad time to get into the game because there's this event going on. I don't know how bad it's going to be. Like I was apprehensive, but like, I think after day two of the eggs, I, I was fed up. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I stopped looking for fossils because I knew I was going to get a fucking earth egg. Yeah. But I did finish the event. I, I crafted all of the stuff I crafted. I even dressed up for a bunny day. Uh, I wore my wow. egg, egg dress. It's, so. Yeah. No, <laughs> man. I, I, like, I, I really, had, yeah, sorry. No, I just, I had no motivation for completing any of those like yeah. uh, recipes. I just, I just wanted and to. That's fair. That's totally yeah. fair. Jeez. I, I really, I, I, I don't hope like the other uh, seasonal events would be just as annoying as yeah. this one. I hope they're going to be more fun. And Otherwise, we can't, like, I, we can't I even know. fast travel to see them because they're going to patch the events in. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard that. So, yeah. so you don't just rush nice. through it. I think it's a nice way of doing it. So you don't yeah. encourage fast traveling or time traveling. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah, for those who fast travel, they have like a, a incentive to actually go back to the game uh, when when uh, Christmas is around the corner yeah. or some other uh, events. It's going to be so, fun, though. So. I yeah, hope. yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Um, Did you try like uh, playing the like? Uh, have you had any birthdays yet as well in the game? Like, those so much fun. Uh, yes. Uh, one of my villagers had a birthday, but I didn't care. 
what's up something <laughs> happens when <laughs> oh it's just like it's super fun like okay johanna actually had her birthday uh, oh a couple of days ago actually april yeah. 10th is her birthday and during the game while we were playing deck uh, suddenly one of the characters was like oh you should come here for no particular reason and then they went home to okay. one of the characters and then they had a surprise party for her oh, i was nice. like that's so nice like that's so weird and uh, what's his uh, face the dog kiki slider came over also and uh, had a concert for her and there was just oh. like a party vibe in the game and like that's for me cool. it was like such a fun thing to do like so, okay i i respect it i like this this is funny but yeah but, but what if one of your villagers uh has a birthday like does something happen or you can go over to them and uh, give them a birthday gift um at their house like they will be partying with the others and wearing their best clothes and whatnot and if you give them a gift they will actually give you a gift later on as well so you can yeah buy them maybe some clothing or something and they will give you something in return and i yeah. believe if you buy them clothing they will wear that clothing as well yeah like, which yeah. is pretty that's a nice uh, nice detail i yeah. like that also uh, like in the speaking of clothing in the clothing shop in the game uh, you can hang your own designs on the wall that you've made and oh, your villagers okay. will buy that design and start walking around and then so yeah oh that's that, that's pretty nice yeah they like there's like that. so many cool things uh, yeah it's yeah, so, sure. cool small things in the game yeah so another thing i don't like about the game is that uh some of the button uh the button uh mapping isn't perfect low so like the a is for speaking to people right yeah but it's also yeah, it is, for yeah. for for like swinging your net right yeah so i've ah. I, i've tried like <laughs> maybe, yeah. i think you know what i'm going with yeah. this but i've tried like i i'm i'm trying to catch a bug and then one of my f- uh, villagers uh, approached me and say hey what's up we and yeah. then i want to talk to the person but instead instead of talking because i have my net in my hand yeah. i just keep i just keep <laughs> batting swinging it. Batting <laughs> the swing swinging the yeah. head like just hitting the head with like like it's yeah <laughs> and then they get angry at me right and then like they, then they don't want to talk to me so i have to like talk to them a lot of times and say i'm sorry so it's like those small things that that could be a bit yeah. annoying like i agree actually it has like a, a few small annoyances here and there but like thankfully it's not something that break the game but yeah i agree like no, when they get mad yeah. at you yeah no, no, you no, definitely not small things like um, that yeah but you know, spring of breaking, right? Crafting—it's a nice part, but the part about like your uh, some of your better tools uh, will also break. And it, it, for me, like it, it, it happens enough times that I think it's annoying. And and like it's like small things now, right? Like it's like why can't I uh, craft multiple uh, shovels? Like why do I have to do the same thing just one at a time? So it's like the small thing that's yeah. uh annoying so, yeah I agree. Like, it's annoying like you you can craft multiple things at once however yeah. uh, if you mash the a button while crafting your crafting goes faster that's right yeah. like, but yeah and uh, just in case like you didn't know like it's the small thing yeah that yeah make things move along yeah. a bit faster yeah and yeah just like last thing like the camera is like when you're outside your house you can't turn it around like uh, 360 degrees no like, it's just like the one view of the island. yeah and that's a pretty pretty annoying so like if you have like a tree just behind a house it's uh, difficult to see if there's yeah. anything behind so like this morning i found like uh the last remaining uh egg from the uh, <laughs> egg holiday right yeah it was still on the island <laughs> yeah it was still on the island right so i just quickly get rid of that because like i don't want to see another egg for the <laughs> next year right yeah but yeah so this that was uh, like some of my uh, pointers mm. of the um 
about the Animal Crossing. Like in general, did you like the game? Like in the yeah, I yeah. I I like the game. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely addicting, and um, we'll see how long I'm gonna okay. stick with it. Like for me again, uh, I think I'm I'm past the seventy hour mark, and I'm still having fun, and that's like the crazy part for me. Like, it's of course I'm not having as much fun as that two weeks ago. It's a game, of course. Yeah, you can get a bit tired. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's yeah, not course. the same feeling I have with like so many other games. Where like, yeah, I'm fed up. I don't want to touch this again. Like, I still want to play it. I just don't play yeah. it as intensely as I did before. Like, I don't have those five-hour marathons where I just play Animal Crossing for five hours straight. It is more of a, okay, yeah, today I just want to make sure that the clothing store has what it has. I want to buy stuff from Nook's Cranny so I can upgrade yeah. it later. And I just want to make sure that have donated the appropriate amount of money to create more inclines and bridges and all that. So mm-hmm. it's mostly like that, how my gameplay loop is now. That and I desperately need to uh, decorate the rest of my house because I have like three uh, empty rooms right now that are no, just, fill- yeah. they're just filled with turnips. <laughs> of course, <laughs> nothing of course. else. Yeah, yeah. No surprise, yeah, actually. Yeah. But, but by the way, do you, do you every day go around and chop all your trees? Uh, with the stone axe or the iron axe? Uh, stone axe yeah no actually i used to do that a lot like i yeah, have okay. so much wood right now so, so i don't feel like the need to go around but right. like i used to do it a lot in the beginning as well yeah so i have a bunch of materials so materials is never really a problem for me yeah i think like yeah. when you when you make it through a lot of the game a lot of those more tedious things become less tedious because you've done this so much like you can reward yourself mm. by not doing them it's a, it's a weird thing honestly when you think about like you reward yourself for not playing the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah, it definitely feels like a chore right yeah but yeah i just chop a lot of trees so i can craft those like the hot item of the day yeah right? yeah that's a great way to make quick book if yeah, you have, but uh, like you don't get like a lot of money, but it's still yeah. better than just selling. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, fish and yeah. uh, shells. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. It really depends on how much time you spend. But of course, the best way to make money is, of course, making Spider Island. If yeah, I I think I'll do that maybe yeah. tomorrow or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Just remember, it's after six p.m. It has to be after dark. Or else and just a quick question. Yeah. Um, Daisy, uh, like Daisy May. Yeah, Daisy like, May. The one, yeah. yeah, the turnip like, seller. Yeah. So she, like, you have to buy in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. Like she leaves after... at noon. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, she leaves yeah. at noon. We, uh, we found that out that the hard way two weeks oh, ago, uh, Johan and I, because I bought them and I just kept playing. I, didn't, I thought she stayed there the entire Sunday and when and yeah, it was her too. turn and she was like, where's the turnip seller? And like, she's right here now. I just bought turnips from her then. Yeah. yeah. So I gave her money from myself because we're like, it's only fair. Like, I hugged the switch the entire morning, so... Yeah. yeah. So now it's like every Sunday we make sure that everybody gets their tenants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all later. So but, yeah, that's, so that's my. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about you, man? What what have, what have you been playing? I mean, Animal Crossing, of course, obviously. But I've been playing obviously. another game, like, and it's it's a game I have so many thoughts and feelings about, and it's gonna be the main topic of the day. By the way, before you continue, I'm yeah. just gonna quickly mention that I also been uh, so like I also been um, trying like beginning my uh, a f- free two month trial with Stadia. Oh, same. By the way, same. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I've been playing Destiny two, which uh, like the input lag. That there's like that there's like a small, very short input lag that just kind of completely destroys the experience for me. Oh, you don't have input lag. 
Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like it's one to one with what I do and what I, what happens. So that's kind of annoying. So you, like, I, I can't imagine playing this game like uh, competitive, right? Like with other players. Which is funny because like I don't feel like the, I've been playing. I played a bit. Like I don't feel yeah, like yeah. that wasn't my that was an issue at all here actually. Mm. And I know we have the same computer if you've been playing on your computer because we have yeah, the same yeah. MacBook Pro yeah, exactly. twenty fourteen mid model. Yeah. yeah, I believe we have the exact same computer. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember having any input like troubles actually. But it seems but I have had something else though. I actually had a a weird what what should I call like an in not, not an input lag, but more like a screen streaming lag, like as if it didn't stream probably for a few seconds and then it just went back into the game almost. Yeah. I think the cool thing about it, like that technology works, it's very cool. But looking at the mm-hmm. stadium, for, I, I don't even know how to move around the store. Honestly, I wanted to look at what games they had, and yeah. I was I left more confused than excited. Honestly, yeah, it's definitely like it's yeah, I agree. Like the like the design of the online store is not like it's not perfect, but it like it's still like kind of new. So I guess they're gonna keep improving the the like the look and feel of of that store. Um, but yeah, like it's like I was actually. Uh, thinking about buying doom eternal on stadia just kind of like try like is this actually uh, good right like doesn't mm. it does this actually work like most of the time right because like like the like the idea behind this is so so nice and i could see like it, it could be the future of uh, console gaming hmm. but yeah we'll um we'll see yeah because uh, like personally for me i feel like this is Definitely cool technology. That's like that's my takeaway from Stadia, mm-hmm. uh, w- with the limited amount of time I've spent with it. My takeaway is this is some extremely cool technology. I don't care because <laughs> like the store was so empty. Yeah. I feel like that was the problem for me. Like oh yeah, for sure. I was looking at the games and I was like thinking, where's this? Like oh, as a, I kept looking at thinking like all those games like PC games I want to play aren't here. Mm-hmm. Like the games that mm, yeah. warrant a keyboard, for example, like. For me, it's still I'm just, I'm still gonna buy Baldur's Gate three on Stadia when that comes out because like for me that yeah. seems like a perfect game for that. But it made me think like where's something like Divinity? <laughs> Divinity would be perfect on Stadia. Whereas all those computer role playing games, like yeah. strategy games, those kind of games, like games you can't get on a console because it seems to mm-hmm. me Stadia isn't for if you just talk gamers right now. Yeah, Stadia is for the console player who wants something different. That should be their marketing way, right? It should be, you can get some experiences here you can't get on your console. Yeah. Uh, instead, it's like you're streaming games you could buy and play without input. Like, that's like the issue I have with Stadia right now. Say so yeah, again, cool technology, but it's nothing else than that. Like, it seems like a very boring beta more than anything to me right now and it's sad i feel like because again it's cool technology it's it's cool Mm -hmm. yeah we'll we'll have to see how 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 stadia looks like in from like from a year from now yeah see how it improves uh but yeah i am uh i'm hopeful about the future of uh, stadia uh but yeah i definitely agree like they need a lot more games on like on this store. Like it's like the catalog right now is it's just not good enough, right? Like they, they mm-hmm. need more games. And uh, yeah, just just one last thing before we move on to Final Fantasy. Uh I just last week I, I was uh, video calling a fan for like another fan, sorry. A friend, a good friend from uh, Korea. Yeah. Uh who who actually listens to the podcast, uh Thank JB. You. So JB Hyung, uh shout if out. you listen to this, shout out to you. Uh he said like he doesn't always have the time to listen to my podcast, which is fine. Like you don't have to like 
only listen when you have time and you feel like it. Like, yeah. So, um, but I just appreciate that you uh, listen to to the show now and then. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to give you a shout out. That's oh, it, man. And a clap as well. Yeah. Let's give him a clap, like uh, game speed clap here. <laughs> yeah. Now we can move on. Yes. Two. Like this is this is many years in the making. Like I remember reacting to the state of play trailer and being a bit hmm I'm very afraid of how this is gonna go and yet yeah. here we are like months later the Final Fantasy 7 remake actually came out it's a real game we've played it I've finished the game and you're how many hours in uh so I'm 22 hours in 22 hours and I'm at yeah. like chapter chapter 14 yeah so yeah, yeah I've beaten the game um and I'm going through the game in hard mode right now so I'm I'm in chapter 5 in hard mode so for the sake of uh, this review we're gonna keep it spoiler free in case uh, people out there haven't played the game yet yeah um we're gonna keep it spoiler free when we talk about story things or gameplay things that maybe affect story or whatever we're gonna try and stay as vague as possible that could be tough sometimes so there might be some minor spoilers so if you're the type of person that really really doesn't want to know anything you probably already own the game by now <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly but if you really don't want to know anything then Perhaps this is a great time to jump off and maybe return later and listen to the review. And if you guys else want to like just have this full-on experience of us talking through the game, then it's going to be the spoiler cast we're going to be doing as soon as we're yeah. done with the story. So exactly. that's, we're going to go full spoilers. There's no, that's going to be the only discussion in that special episode. Yes. But for now, it's going to be a review. So... Yeah. Just top of uh, top of everything. Simple question: Did you like it? Yes or no? And you cannot elaborate. Just simple: Yes or no? Do you like the game? Yes. Yes. Great. Now we can move into the review. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So for nice. me, the thing about this review and why I've like I've been looking forward to this discussion, and especially when we get into the spoiler discussion later on, is mm-hmm. so Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games. Like the original is one of my favorite games of all time. Like it's the game that really made me believe that storytelling in video games could be something could be something in general. Because before that, I didn't care about story in games, but Final Fantasy VII like gripped me like no other game ever did. So Playing this remake, for me as a veteran or whatever you want to call it, was an experience unlike anything I've tried in a video game. Now, the cool thing is, this is your first time experiencing the story of Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you yeah. haven't played the... Oh, you played it a bit, no, but like, yeah. not in the same yeah. way I've done. Yeah. No, I just played the, the bombing mission, and then I was like, ah, oh, this is too pixelated. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what? That's like a fair assessment. Like, that, that's a fair way of looking at it. Yeah. So actually, yeah. before that, like before we hear my thoughts, I want to just hear, walk me through your thoughts and feelings of the remake. Now. Um, yeah, sure. So... Um, I kind of regret I played the demo before the game was released. Like, I yeah. really wanted to go in uh, to this game, like, just blinded, right? But even though I played the demo, I when I booted up the game, I, I saw the first opening scene. I don't know why. I think it's because, like, even though I haven't played the original game, I, I still know the importance of the game, like, which, what, what kind of place it has, like, in the overall gaming history. So I don't know why, but when the title screen appeared, like, Final Fantasy VII, I, I cried. Yeah. Right. I don't know why. I just think like the, like the music just slaps, right? The music is amazing. Like it's like one of the best uh, gaming soundtrack I've ever heard. Like in any game, it's incredible. I think that's why I, definitely one of the big reasons why I cried in the beginning. Like it was just like 
I just I could just like immediately kind of like understand the importance of this game and how surreal this must be to so many fans just like yourself right yeah this 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 thing exists yeah. even for me like the intro right let's mm-hmm. talk about it. it's an expanded intro like the intro is longer than the original game they've added stuff to that intro in the beginning mm. and for me playing like that was so jarring like they'll say okay this is different this is new and then suddenly we slowly swept into the actual game or the actual intro as I remember, and as soon as the title went up, as soon as the title yeah. went up, like every fiber of my, like every hair on my body just stood up. For me, that was that intro, like in itself, is like one of the most yeah. amazing video game moments before, and it still is. And yeah. I feel like it's one of those few times we have actually seen cinematography in video games. Like this, just a reminder: the original Final Fantasy VII was before Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. It was before Mini Gear Solid. And if you look, like, that intro is one-to-one. Like, you see Aerith, they zoom out, we see the title screen, and then we cross-click between the town and the train, the town and the train, the town and the train, and then they jump off. Yeah. And even, like, down to the fact that Jesse kicks that one guard, that's in the original as well. She kicks him there as well. Like, all right, it's, yeah. there's so many small details. Like, I sat there with a grin on my face. Like, I couldn't believe what yeah. I was watching, like... You can tell they cared when they made this. Oh yeah, for sure. For they sure. cared. Um, yeah. So and, and definitely right. Like yeah. The, like yeah. Like the first uh, opening mission is is like really incredible and definitely gives like a, a good kind of like um, what do you say taste on what this game has to offer, right? Yeah. Every like all the important characters are introduced and the the, the combat are introduced, right? Uh, um, so let's talk about uh, like we're talking presentation now. So yeah. just keep it here, presentation in general. <laughs> For me, also, like the presentation is very distinctly Final Fantasy VII. Like we talk about like music and stuff, but like mm-hmm. again, we talk about like how the uh, the cinematics in the game. Like it's so weird yeah. how many, and the game does this a lot actually uh, throughout the game. There are many shots, like shots that are taken directly from the original and just made into this powerful 4K beast that we were playing today. <laughs> and it's so weird to me, like I. There's this one shot that's in the beginning of the game, so it's not really a spoiler, where Cloud runs up to the, uh, what's it called, the Marker Reactor, the first Marker Reactor, and he runs up, and he's holding his sword, and the game pans behind him, and you see the Marker Reactor, and you see Cloud's back. That's a one-one shot from the original. That exact shot is in the original. Later on, their shots, they do the exact, exact same thing there, where I'm like, I've seen this before. I know this mm. shot is just mm. better <laughs> and more modern. And like for me, it's so crazy that they actually went there because most like most remakes don't go to that length to create these like narrative parallels. Yeah, so the presentation intro, like the music, the score, how how it all ties together is amazing. Like I've, it's a long time I've played a game that has done this like this felt like the same way i felt when i played middle gear back in the day like we don't see these type of games anymore mm. in that capacity and that was so cool to me like moving on let's talk gameplay for a bit yes. before we move on to graphics then we're gonna talk about music and let's cap off with the story at the end because all right yeah story is we're gonna talk a bit of story uh gameplay who you've you've said it multiple times before on uh on both the old podcast and on the new podcast, you're not the biggest fan of JRPGs because of their grindy nature, for example. Yeah, exactly. And this is wholeheartedly a JRPG through and through. How do you feel about uh, this then? 
So like, yeah, I really hate like grinding, like the grinding aspect of all JRPGs. Uh, the only thing that can kind of redeem that quality is if the combat system is just amazing and just, you know, just a perfect blend of action and, and tactics. And I just described like the combat of Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? Like, like uh, it's it's such a perfect blend of, of strategy and, and live action. And the combat system just get better and better uh, as more as you play it. It's just like you definitely have to play like with the like, play around with the combat for a few hours because like it's very easy in the beginning to just to button smash yeah uh, the attack that's button, the wrong right? way like, to play this game definitely yeah. the wrong way right <laughs> uh but yeah it's it's so amazing and uh, like it's it's incredible how this combat system works how they managed to make it so strate- st- strategic and also very fluid yeah i, I don't have any uh, the only bad thing i have about the combat is the camera the lock-on system yeah yeah i don't think like i rarely use the lock-on system uh, oh really oh. yeah i it just didn't feel right to me when i was playing it okay. uh, even in hard mode i sometimes use it for bosses but other than that i don't really use it yeah i just like i had to use it because like I, I i noticed that when i play uh with Aerith, mm-hmm. if i don't have the lock-on she will just cast I shoot those. behind her yeah, yeah shoot behind yeah yeah because yeah. like, exactly. like yeah. i just I just kind of assume that she will uh, just hit enemies. No, you have to log on before she does yeah. that. So but for me, it's yeah. just... Uh, like for me, it's like... I remember the very first gameplay trailer of Final Seven Remake. And that's mm-hmm. before Square actually took the production in-house. That was way back when CyberConnect 2 was doing it. And that game, I remember just groaning when I saw that. Because I was like, mm. damn. But like... And we have proof... If you go back and listen to New Game Plus, I told people way before they announced the game the system, there's going to be turn-based elements in it, and I was right. Yeah. For me, using the ATB system from the original game in real time is a masterstroke. Like it's so surprising that, like you said, how it works, but it also like feeds into this. Uh, using the different characters for me was like the biggest surprise. Like. Yeah. You would think watching someone play the game, they would most likely always use Cloud and mm-hmm. not use the others as much and just like maybe maybe throw them some abilities now and then. But when you finally figure out the different strengths and weaknesses of the different characters, there's this bell system, there's so much freaking death. I haven't had this much fun with a bell system since Persona 5, honestly. Same. same. And they're so different from each other, Persona 5 and mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 7 Remake. My biggest hope... For this is this. I really hope this is gonna be the standard uh, Final Fantasy battle system going forward from here. Yeah, it would be such a shame too. Like m- one of my issues with fifteen actually was it was too Western. Like it played like a Western game more than a JRPG, yeah. especially with the combat system. While this it incorporates the be- best of two worlds. Like I'm talking to people who never play turn based games. They're like, this is amazing, and I'm talking with. 5.7 purists that are like, yeah. no, honestly, this is a better gameplay system. And yeah. I agree. I think yeah, this yeah. L system is better than the original. And that's such a surprise to me. Like, mm. I, can't, I went in going, uh, I went in with the thought like, okay, hopefully this is going to be good. No, this was great. So using different characters also, uh, how different, like example, Barrett. Barrett is fantastic for flying enemies or enemies that you can't hit with your sword. Or yes. uh, if you just come into a random battle. Barrett is really good at just picking out the small fry. Tifa, fantastic for staggering. Like the staggering yeah, exactly. system for Final Fantasy 13 is in this game. 
and using her to stagger is great. And then using Aerith with her different spell abilities can because mm-hmm. she can do very much and very like change away that uh, change around the side of the combat. Mm. Other than that, like gameplay wise, that's just a combat system for me. The, yeah. One of the other biggest surprises is I was talking with one of my friend, uh, friends, Ethan, about this. I talk about how for me. When you're outside of combat, how great the game moves! Like, I, I I love when games force you to walk. Actually, when they're just like, no, no, you have to walk here and just take in the scenery. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are a few hiccups graphic-wise regarding the oh, textures. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care, honestly. Like, and and I'm a bit a bit at the beginning, and I was like, oh, it's probably a day one patch thing because I got the game before April 10th, before the release. Mm-hmm. And then April 10th came and went and there was no day one patch. Like that this was the game. I was like, okay, that's surprising. That's weird. But like walking around for me and like forcing to slow, it reminded me of playing games like Uncharted or God of War. And that that was like the big surprise for me. Like having this like environmental storytelling where just walking through the city, walking through the slums, walking and just taking everything in. It told you so much without telling you anything. And that's like a master stroke for me. This is yeah. how you actually supposed to tell stories in video games. And this just went back to like my point earlier, which I'm going to compare this to the Persona series actually a bit uh, here again, but in a way where, so Persona, great game, but you can tell while playing Persona that this is a game that uses a lot of assets. Uh, the animation, you can tell like Atlas do- doesn't have the same budget like Square does. The budget Square used for this game to create a triple A experience, like the stuff mm-hmm. you see in Sony exclusives. That's crazy to me. Like that's the that's the Final Fantasy I've missed because I felt like my missteps with Final Fantasy have been Final Fantasy have lost their way in terms of being the innovators of the genre and just gameplay and graphics in general. Well, this is like this is top of the class. And it's a Final Fantasy. And it all it took them was to remake <laughs> an old top of the class game. For me, like, I have honestly almost nothing negative to say about the gameplay. Like, for yeah. real, it's yeah. probably one of the best uh, JRPG systems I've played around with. And it's so deep. Like, playing in hard mode, especially, the game really wants you to know the systems in and out. Mm. So, speaking of systems, I want to talk about Materia in regards yeah. to the gameplay. What are your thoughts on the material system? Uh, I, I think I really like the system. Like the system is so um, versatile, right? Like you can really create uh, like a party that suits every situation, right? So, so uh, like as you just mentioned, uh, the different characters have like their weaknesses and strengths, but yeah. with the material, you can kind of still adapt party members to kind of fit uh, other roles that they yeah. actually meant to play, and really like that. And yeah, it's, I think it's uh, it's a really deep system, and 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 it, it gives room to a lot of ex- uh, experimentation. Uh, I think some of the rules are not clearly, are not that great explained, like uh, how some of the sockets are like linked together. Yeah, that have a, that can have. Like, a, I knew that because I played the original, but yeah. I never thought about like I never thought about someone yeah. might be confused about it. For me, it just made total sense. Oh yeah, I have to find yeah. a blue material for this. Yeah. <laughs> like. I've read somewhere that like the material magnify is really good. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, very. So I, <clears throat> yeah, ooh, exactly right. Yeah. So I, I, I found it. I was like, ooh, I have it. And then I, I quibbled with, uh, I, what's her name? Aerith. Uh, Aerith. Uh, Aerith. And nothing happened. 
just like yeah. it wasn't like you know it wasn't connecting to like another yeah you have to connect uh, it to material. a magic material in order yeah to so, so, so it's like it's like the small things but it just tells like how deep and complex the system can actually be right yeah like like you have so much room to to play around with it so yeah i definitely like it it's definitely a really fun system and, and i what i can understand from you and some other people who played the original one it's very close to the original system right it's basically the original system like yeah. it's it's precisely like how i remember it but i remember it's been a while i've done like a full playthrough of Final Fantasy VII, but there was this birth system where if you master the material you could actually birth a new material out of it you can create mm. new material that way they removed that for the remake and it makes sense yeah. like it's not really important for this game just like something to throw out there mm-hmm. gameplay wise um i actually want to talk about mini games for a bit but uh, i want to hear you first what do you think about mini games <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, just to quickly go back to some of the other uh, things oh, yeah. that you mentioned, like about the uh, the overall presentation and level design, I think I definitely agree. Like, like Square Enix have definitely managed to create this incredible, beautiful Midgard, right? Like this world is so immersive, and I like the way that you like you don't have to go and talk to everybody to hear what they say. They just to just kind of talk without you having to talk. Yeah, because like that's the weirdest thing in JRPGs when you walk up to people and press X or A or whatever, and yeah. then they just yeah. tell you exposition. Like the yeah. exposition is happening all around, and it's exactly. all voice, by the way. Everything is voice yeah. acted in this game. There's nothing oh, left uh, to. Yeah, but I would I will say uh, it's uh, like the game isn't like open world, but it's not like linear. It's like a hybrid, right? It's like a mix. It's like in between. They do this weird hop world like thing. It. I, I called it. I'm yeah, calling it a hop world because like every yeah. chapter, there are some chapters that are extremely linear, and cha- some yeah. chapters yeah, are more sure. open regarding side quests and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I feel like some of the hop world chapters. I think yeah. the next part of Final Fantasy when we finally get out of Midgar and go through the rest of the world and experiencing. I think they're yeah. going to use that hub world, uh, hub world um, way of telling the story because I feel like it worked perfectly for how they wanted to tell the story because not every game needs to be open world, man. This is how this story No, that's resolved. Yeah, and, and I think I think like Square Enix definitely tried to solve this problem about like you have a main story but you also have some side quests you know yeah. like because like that sometimes can be really difficult to solve and we can talk about, about that a bit later mm. but you just uh, asked me all about the mini games and um, I think the mini games that you can play at the Hub Worlds are very uh, it kind of resemble like it reminds me of the Yakuza series mm. it's in, in that like you have this serious story that has some really uh, serious moments but the next thing you know you are playing darts or dancing with some uh, drag. I don't know. So, yeah, we can talk about it later as well. But it's just yeah. like, I think the mini games are really fun. Some of them could be better uh, designed, like the squad challenge. I don't know if you. Yeah, I beat it in yeah. my first go, man. Like, it's, oh, yeah, from really? the, it's from the original. Like, I was ready. Oh, I see. But, yeah, oh, you're ready. ready. Oh, I see. I, see. I, 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 exactly. I needed some tries. Like, even how he, like, locks up during that. That's yeah. from the original. Like, I was like, oh, okay. yes, I know this. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's that's nice. Uh, yeah, you're talking about just wait to get to the pull-up challenge. You're in chapter 14, right? Yeah, I'm for, yeah. yeah, I'm for Go to the wall market when, whenever you, when we're done with this and go to the Yeah, Yeah, that's going to make you rip your hair out. Like, that's one of the worst oh, fucking things I've done in my life. It took me two oh. days. Two days. Two days. Oh, my I God. I refuse to continue the story until I beat that part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And also the dart. Like, I, I need, yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't uh, placed the first in, in dart, so I need to go back and do that at some point. Uh, but I would say, like, uh, 
um, there's also some kind of like mini games as part of the main story. Yeah, yeah, uh, like right. The, like like the, the bike uh, locking sync together with Tifa, Barrett, and Cloud, and then we have like the pumping, uh, water pumping, right? Yeah, those those mini games. Us, I feel are so out of place. Yeah. Uh, Actually, and, and okay. they could have been designed the locking better. one. Yeah, the original. That's why it's the original. Yeah, they just do it. It's a different, like it's a different situation in the original, and yeah. it's actually yeah. worse in the original because in the original it's a door. Okay, you're forced to go through because the part in the remake is actually an optional uh, room. You can find. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like you have to do it twice if I remember correctly in the original, and there's no three, two, one. It's like they just take the hands up in the end and press the button like you have to figure out the movement yourself. and then like, cloud what is wrong with you every time you fail so yeah no i don't yeah, yeah it's that's why it's there like i understand why you're like this is bad yeah it is but it has to be there it is. <laughs> it's fine if it's there right but why does it have so difficult to kind of like i had to like try at least 10 times uh, before i could complete it right and it was such a pain in the ass the only good thing about that thing is like because you fail so much, you will get more like dialogue between the members, and and I think for me that was that was cool because like I at that point I actually uh, started to like Barrett uh, more because like he had all these really corny chants, right? Oh yeah, he's seven like, heaven, seven heaven, or whatever, right? Freaking best, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was so that was really fun, right? But I think those mini games could be better designed because uh, they were like I think maybe I'm just really bad at those games, but. I don't feel like they were they were a bit too difficult for my taste at least. Yeah, like the pull up challenge is really gonna be a pain in your butt then, because like that's the most difficult one of all those. Yeah. There's also like the biking mini game that's from the original, okay. except that well, the part where you play the game and you ride the bike uh, mm-hmm. with the Avalanche members that isn't yes. actually in the original dead part. There's multiple biking parts mm. in the remake. There's only one in the original game, but uh, that's counts as a mini game as well. And like again, that's like ripped from the they've added and tweaked it, of course, but it's from yeah. the original. But one of the things that they do in the remake with that, like there's a trophy for doing it, yeah, correctly. And I didn't even know that. Like I had to go. Me too. I went back and got it correctly, and it's yeah. you have to beat it with over seventy percent health. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing, and you cannot. There's uh, a point where some some of the bikers throw bombs at you. You have to avoid mm-hmm. the bombs. If you get hit mm-hmm. by four bombs, it's voided. Oh, I see. So there's like a whole thing there. But yeah, the game doesn't explain that either. Like I think Jesse says something like, oh, if you don't know how, you have to use your brakes or something. That's the game telling you, you suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Which I got, so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the yeah. first time. The second time I beat it perfectly. Yeah. What about you? What do you think about the mini games? I like for me again, as you can hear, it's yeah, it's it's made for me. Like yeah, think, yeah. As soon as like we went to the door with Tifa and Barrett, I was laughing. So I like I was so bad at it, by the way. I yeah, me too. But I was laughing and I was so happy because it was there. Like for me, I I understand okay. your criticism and it's yeah. valid. It's so valid when you come and tell me like this is badly designed. Yes, but I'm having so much fun, so it's yeah. okay for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, just an example for that. I, the dart mini game, I didn't get the first time. Like, I understand how to get full points because I don't play darts. Uh, yeah. Now I've perfected, like, I can do it with six darts every time now. I don't know. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've oh. been practicing. Oh, you really been practicing? Yeah, yeah. I've been practicing with the darts. And yeah, some of the other mini game, like uh, the dance part, is also one of the parts, like, I got very good at. Then there's also, speaking of, like, 
I won't call this a minigame, but a feature they actually added the Colosseum to the game. I love the Colosseum because it has some great challenges there and you get some great rewards. Um, I would recommend everyone who gets to the Colosseum, uh, you get to the Colosseum in the story, play the, the rest of the battles because you get more limit breaks and more SP points for your weapons if you nice. play the Colosseum. And the Colosseum, and as far as I can, uh, I understand when you play through the game on hard mode, you actually unlock the hard Colosseum because there's more uh, battles to be won. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just throwing out that I love the Colosseum as well. And the Colosseum actually had the, has this very great Easter, eggs when, uh, Easter egg when you beat a Colosseum and you beat it and you have your three characters, if you do the ones with three characters. Uh, they actually stand in the line like in the original game and do the victory mm. from the original game while they're yeah, original. I did notice that. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, uh, again, the, that's yeah. one of the things like when they do that, like it just makes me so happy. Like it mm. makes me so, so happy. No, love the mini games. Love the mini games. Like you said out of place. No, they're distinctly Final Fantasy VII. Like this is how Final Fantasy VII is supposed to be. This is the game takes itself <laughs> seriously. To a degree. Yeah. Like, there's always mm-hmm. a point where, like, okay, we're going to have some fun with this as well. And I feel like that's what makes this game so, like, memorable, honestly, because mm. uh, it's funny. When Seven Remake was um, announced, one of the things people were afraid of was, like, oh, are they going to cut the cross-dressing scene part? No, they put way more emphasis on the cross-dressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, like, even that part. There are three different dresses for Cloud, three d- different dresses for Aerith, and three different dresses for uh, Tifa. Yeah, like yeah. it's a trophy. So yeah, it's a trophy. I actually yeah. have to go through that part three times. Yeah, it's... And I'm going to get the last uh, part soon, actually, yeah, on my hard mode, because I'll be back in chapter select and did the correct choices and side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too. So the game actually wants you to replay that part. But I think like yeah. that's cool. Like They gave them different mm. dresses. Even Cloud gets different dresses come depending on what you've done in the last chapter. Actually, no, not the last chapter. Sorry, that chapter we have to mm-hmm. cross dress. I get so many cool small things. Graphically, let's talk graphics. Yeah. One part of this game, like I, I just had to stop and gaze at, mm-hmm. was at one point. Um, I was checking my phone like while I was playing and I, I turned the, the camera around. The camera was at a wall and so Cloud's face was just up the camera. So I just like yeah. full view. I just kind of stopped and stared at this beautiful anime boy. And I, I realized like his eyes do that little flicker that real eyes does. Like his eyes didn't seem video game de- dead to me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, talking yeah, yeah. About dead video gamer. He doesn't have that. Like his eyes felt real because he kept looking around and, mm. and they flickered. And I was like, just a small detail I want to bring out in otherwise a freaking beautiful game. Other than the texture pop-in thing that happens. There's a lot of texture pop-in. There's a lot of texture pop-in. And it's so annoying because like it's a small thing that's hindering what is otherwise a beautiful game with so many unique assets. Like you understand why this game is on two Blu-ray discs when you play it. You get it. I have some comments on that. Um so I, I agree that it's very clear like, when you play the game for 10 hours where they've put all the efforts, right? It's the characters and it's the enemies. That's and, it, right? No, the environment as well, because each environment has unique assets. Like they don't reuse things. When you go from one sector slum to another, mm-hmm. it's can, you can just look at a picture and you know you're in a different area just based on the fact that it's not yeah. in the same buildings. Like, I know that's... Yeah. 
because I just watched a, uh, read an interview actually, and they talked mm-hmm. about like that was a very important for them to make sure that there were unique assets throughout the game. That's like for me, like the environments are so beautiful, and then comes then come the textures. Yeah. Well, like, that and the next chapter you're gonna play. There's an ugly part there that I want. Right. You're gonna figure it out. There's something very ugly there, texture-wise as well. They do that I wasn't a fan of. I I just think it's it's kind of complicated because like I I definitely think like the 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 graphics the presentation of the game overall is just incredible, right? Yeah. But when when I know that this game takes like 100 gigabyte space of my PlayStation, yeah, I kind of have to imagine like okay how is this possible like first of all like the game is very well optimized like you see all those like uh, invisible loading screens like every time you have to shimmy through like yeah, a narrow path pretty that's obvious a loading screen. it is yeah yeah <laughs> the reason why those things are there is like it makes you able to run because you can run pretty pretty fast in this game right yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. which means that that they have somehow managed to load all the like the environment in, in a very effective way yeah. but still you see those problems and a lot of the environments, especially in sector five, the, the wall, sorry, the wall, mod. Yeah, the wall, the wall mod, yeah. I think uh, a lot of the textures are, are they like they're kind of not high resolution compared to the characters, and it's annoying that the NPCs and like uh, for me at least uh, pop up like a lot when I run through the city, and like it's like it's small things, but it's enough that it no- like it kind of annoys me, but it's so close to be perfect, like yeah presentation wise right so yeah like and i agree like for me i haven't actually experienced npc pop-in but i've experienced mm. a lot of texture pop-in mm. and again like like one of the first time you experience like i experienced that like even not even pop-in just bad textures was yeah. uh, in the section seven slums where you get introduced to the apartment the door has no textures mm. like what was that about I was waiting. I was actually I was standing waiting. there for like same. Like so. So when is this, when is the textures gonna pop in? Right? It didn't happen. It's just yeah. just no textures. It's just yeah. it's just there. It's just uh, a door, a blind door. Yeah, and it's a shame, right? Because like yeah. this game does so many things right in terms of really getting you immersed in the world. That when you see a door that's so last gen, right? It kind of yeah. pops up, and that's the thing. We've been talking positives for almost. Th- 20 minutes now just with five yeah. Three, yeah and then came the textures and yeah. that's like j- just to emphasize like it's a small part of the experience but it's there and it, yeah exactly it's kind of sad that it's there like it's something yeah. like at least it's not game breaking that's like the most important not at all it's not like yeah. it's not something i go away from the game like i'm Honestly, most of the time you're looking at the beautiful character models that you have in front of you and other texture, but it's yeah. there. It's like very important to emphasize. It's there. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, exactly. So a fun thing about this game also, like uh, this is, has been talked to death, but the original Midgard section, section in the original Final Fantasy VII is about seven, six to seven hours, I would say, mm. to complete. So it's a very small portion. And uh, the remake, it took me 40 hours to play the exact amount of gameplay as in the original because they expanded so much. Personally, from someone who's played the original, I welcome most of the changes that they've done to the story. Most of the changes. There are a few things I won't talk about here, but in the spoiler cast that I felt like could have been executed a bit better, Mm -hmm. which are conceptually cool, but... But uh, the... Story itself, Hui, as someone who's like really experiencing Five Fantasy Seven now, yeah. What are your takeaways? Uh, I think it's 
definitely one of honestly like i haven't finished the game of course yeah. but so far like i guess i'm close uh, kind of ha- halfway uh, or something uh I-, I have to say like the story is very well written and yeah. told it's such a mature story um i i like all the characters all of them like i wanna i wanna be best friends with all of them yeah like, that's how much i like them yeah, all the even characters the are likable yeah even this like the like like the supporting characters yeah. which i kind of think it's a shame like you couldn't play us but i get it right like it's like supporting cast but they all so fun like, like bridge uh jesse a witch yeah i love all of them like yeah. they're so nice they're so uh, likable like and it's so cool like they didn't have that big of a role in the original for example like i don't yeah, that, that's ask, what i've heard yeah if you ask me like what do you think about uh, uh big jets and witch and jesse i'll be like mm, yeah they were there yeah they were there yeah they had a name and then, and then right. we left midgar so yeah i got yeah. no but in this one like you really care about them like they gave them yeah yeah exactly <laughs> all of them yeah. they really do and backstory um, as well like that was yeah yeah exactly nice. it, it, that was that was that was really nice uh i like how the acting is kind of uh, exaggerated. Yeah. I think that's just a part of being an anime uh, yeah. Japanese thing, yeah. which I don't like. I didn't mind that. Like, it's so intentional, right? Like when um, yeah, it works for the first time. Universe. In it context, works. Yeah, yeah, it works. Like all the I don't know if you noticed, but all like the anime gestures they do, like yeah. when Barrett uh, introduces himself, like he just poses and flexes his, his yeah, gun. He, and, yeah, he just flexes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just out of nowhere, right? yeah. he, he just said, he, he just shouted to Cloud, like, you, you just like a merc that wants money and then he like flexes at him. Yeah. It's really fun and I like it. It's like, I have just no an example later on in the game. Like, you've played this part, but you meet this bus yeah. fight you have to fight with Aerith. Mm. And he, this guy wears sunglasses, and then you halfway through the fight, his sunglasses break, and then he just throws yeah. them out and takes out. Yeah, of yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. Like, oh, this is so corny and cool at the same time. Like, it's yeah. not supposed to be cool, but it is cool. Yeah, <laughs> like many of the support, like yeah. Obviously, anyone who's played the original knows we're talking about the Turks. Like, there are some of mm-hmm. my favorite characters in the original. Like the oh, Turks, so they're not like new characters. They're actually like, the Turks. The like, most. Okay. Like I'm gonna say right now, like new characters are people like, um, like Leslie for example. That's a new Leslie, character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roach, the guy with the the motorcycle, the red motorcycle. Oh yes, he's yeah, new yeah. as well. Basically it. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay. I thought like the taste was all for like new ones. Yeah, but like there are a few like when you're in chapter four in the slums, the six or seven slums, you meet Weimer who gives you jobs. He's new and Chadley, okay. the kids, yeah. the kid you talk to, Chad, in order yeah. to make Battle him, Intel, yeah. he's new as well. But other yeah. than that, no, the Turks are old characters. Like they're from the okay, original, nice. and they're exactly how I remember them. Like that nice. scene, like that, that introduction scene with the uh, what's his name, Reno. The red-headed yeah. Turk, like that was, yeah. that was again one of those moments. Of like this is exactly yeah. how I remember this. Just cooler, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I like all the, uh, yeah. I've said it all so many times now, but I yeah. really like the the characters because like I haven't met them before, like you have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, and I definitely I I believe the the development of Cloud. Yeah, how he he starts from one place and kind yeah. of slowly you see how how he changes. Yeah, and it's so organic. It's like I actually I actually think it's like on on, on the same uh, league as uh, Naughty Dog games yeah. actually at some points. Like it it's is. so believable. Like, it really is. Like it's incredible. Like and it's yeah. funny because like the story is so out there. Like it's not it's it's grounded in reality to a point. I would like to yeah. say. it's grounded in reality to a point, but the characters feel real, and I feel like that's. For sure. I mean, the best storytelling in games and 
movies in general and uh, mm-hmm. books, comics, what have you, are personal stories. I don't care much for plot. I care for characters. And yeah. this game does that correctly. And it does something like what Final Fantasy has always been good at is telling character stories. Because like the party mm-hmm. is are the main character. It's not just Cloud's story. It's also Earth's story. It's mm-hmm. also uh, Tifa's. It's also yeah. Barrett's story. And I feel like you really feel that in this game. Like Barrett, when you first meet him, he's loud and obnoxious but yeah, as soon really as is. and as soon as you get to know him and figure out what he's about he's like you realize like when you like just the fact that he wears sunglasses it's because mm-hmm. his eyes are so kind like he's like the kindest person in the group when you mm-hmm. think about it he's the least selfish one in the group tifa is such a nice person like like tifa is a person like she, she's just there she wants to protect you not just like the but also you and Aerith yeah. is so funny. Like she really brings up the humanity in Cloud. Like there's yeah, yeah. so much personality in these characters. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I, I like I'm how really I like the chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know we really, like like we're gonna wait. We're gonna yeah, save yeah. all this for the spoiling class. But I just gonna I just want to mention like I like the part where where Cloud like the chemistry between Cloud and uh, Aerith is 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 really nice and very uh, believable. And uh, the section I, I don't know I think you know which part I'm talking about. But yeah. the section where Cloud wanted want to learn how to give a high five. Right? Oh, so good. That's so it's, it's and it has very perfect payoff later on. Yeah, it really, yeah, it really is. It's does, so. so good. Like, oh, it's like one of those moments. Like, this is great. Like, there's like even a moment like where like Cloud laughs, and it's oh, really? Yeah, you've been there. I've seen like, it. You've seen it. You probably didn't think about it. Like, it's such oh. a it's such a quick scene. It's in yeah. uh, it's in chapter five. No, oh, sorry, chapter oh. four. Yeah, chapter four. It's four, in okay. chapter. And it happens really quickly, and they're all like, "What just happened?" And he goes like, "Hmm, oh, never mind," and then walks off. And I, it, yeah, and I it's think, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I it's one of the things. Like also, like I know the entirety of Cloud's backstory. I know this character in and out. Like I, yeah. and I can tell you right now, they've nailed him perfectly because he's an asshole. But you can tell like there's more to it, and w- as the player, you don't really know yet what it is that's that's happened. But like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. No, I, I, and, yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I definitely feel like Cloud is such a a, a great uh, written, like well written character. Uh, I like the dynamic between him and then the Avalanche, like how you feel like an outsider. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's as a player, I also feel like an outsider, right? Because like I kind of see this game from Cloud's perspective. So when the others are having a fun time, and yeah, it's just yeah, uh, yeah. like you can tell, like it's you're, really well done. You're the outside part. You're not part yeah. of it. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. But story-wise, like again, they've expanding uh, expanded the story, and they've added one thing to the story, like one big thing, and it's these ghosts you see sometimes in the game. Like oh, okay. I don't know, like you see them in the trailer. They're there from the start, almost of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like flying around sometimes. And that's like yeah. that's a new plot point. That's a new thing. Okay, it's a whole new thing, and it gets explained in the game also what that's about. But that's a yeah. new plot point, and that's something we're gonna discuss also in the spoiler cast. I won't say anything other than it's not in the original game at yeah. all. And I think the last point I have to the story, without going into spoilers, right, is that I've reached a point where I I'm starting to like smell some bullshit, like Kingdom's Heart bullshit. Uh, but but we have to see how it, that turns out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so, you, yeah. We, we'll talk about some of this. Your, your your silence and reaction kind of yeah. tells me a little bit. So <laughs> I I'm can't wait too much. I'm just gonna say like, okay. just sure. remember, like this game is directed by 
Tetsuya Nomura, who's the director of the Kingdom Hearts series. Well, there you have it. Uh, and you can tell, like, a character like Roach, the guy with mm-hmm. the red motorcycle, like, he's obviously a character Nomura has created. But just to remind me also, like, it's, as far as I understand, I just saw an interview, he was the one who's in charge of the story mostly. You've, he didn't write it, like, he directed and led the story scenario, but you have another writer for the dialogue, and you have another okay. writer for the combat scenarios. You have, they have, like, three directors are like three writers i think on this game and yeah and you can tell like most of the people who worked worked on the original because again there are so many callbacks to the original in mm. and references that shouldn't be there but i'm like hmm, i'm glad they're there yeah yeah uh just uh, uh um uh, what is your opinion about the music of the game yeah the talk music. A bit about it. that was the yeah. yeah that's the last part we're gonna talk about yeah perfect like <laughs> 10 out of 10 perfect like the mm. music it's Every time I hear like a track in this game, like I get almost teary-eyed the first time I hear a track I know and love, because yeah. they've treated the music with so much respect. And even the new tracks, there are a few new tracks in this game, mm-hmm. are so freaking good. And that's something Square has always been good at, like always been good at. Even when Nobu Umetsu left uh, mm-hmm. and retired, like he came back and worked a bit on the game but it's not just him that's exactly yeah not just him but like even when he left they still were good at making video game music like some of the most iconic pieces of video game music is Final Fantasy yeah. uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remix music is so good I'm legit considering going to Paris for the orchestra live show in December I'm not joking wow yeah um, one thing they do that's very cool uh, music wise is like they even blend many of the themes together actually like sometimes mm-hmm. you, hear, you can hear notes of another theme that kind of foreshadows what's going to happen next and that's so cool like they tell a lot of the story via the music as well huh. and like not, not many games do that like, I feel like video game music especially has been I don't want to say lackluster but like I missed like melodies for example like melodies you can remember and this game has them like you can still tell like oh yeah for sure yeah yeah um for me like one of the highlights musically like one of my favorite themes from i have many favorite people like the opening theme just for example is amazing yeah yeah, yeah uh, it is. the boss battle theme you know that rock song like it plays in a different ways but when it played during the airbuster uh boss fight Mm. Um, you know, in the Mark Reactor Five, when you played there, there, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like the way it went full on hard rock, and then suddenly there was a choir chanting in Latin. I guess I don't know. And huh. for me, like it was one of the craziest moments. Like they're really hammering it with with the music. Yeah, and then you Wait, can find sure. music in the game, like which has yeah. remixes of yeah, exactly music yeah. that you can find that are in the remake but mm-hmm. also music from the original game that happens later on like the gold saucer theme for example plays when you meet mark the the moogle sales kit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that like that's like i love that theme there's like the cosmo canyon theme plays you can find it as well it does from cosmo canyon and yeah outside of medgar like there's mm-hmm. so many of these themes that you can find remixes for but my favorite obviously my favorite theme has to be the hip-hop the chocobo like yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It is well, a Chocobo right. Trap remix, and that's, that's so that's that's the, crazy. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I respect this. This is this is gonna yeah. be a wild ride, huh? Like, there's so much fan service uh, regarding that. Yeah, 
Oh, I love I that. I have nothing. Uh, same goes for sound effects, by the way. Mm-hmm. The slashing of the sword, the gun, like Barrett's gun, like sound effects. I, I have nothing negative to say about the sound mm. design of this game at all, honestly. At all. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm I'm definitely in the same camp. Uh, I, I think the the soundtrack is is amazing. I think every every piece uh serves its purpose. It 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 only enhances whatever thing you're doing at, at that moment, right? So every boss battle, every battle, even just strolling uh, um around uh, the cities like are so nice. Like one of my favorite uh, soundtracks is the Hello Skies, like the music at uh, Sector Seven. Yeah, yeah. No, no Sector. Oh, like uh, Ares, Ares. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's Sector Five, right? Is, is, no, is four, five? Sector four, Sector Four. four? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love that. Yeah, uh, that yeah that's one of the new arrangements. Yeah, that's not from the original yeah. one that plays there. But yeah, like every music so, is is nice. Like even the mini game we talked about, like the squad yeah. mini game, like the soundtrack when yeah. that happens, makes me want to do squats. Yeah, right? Yeah, like it's, right. it's so yeah. pumping. Like, like it's, it's a remix of the battle theme. And that's so cool. Like, yeah, it's exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like this real EDM yeah. thing. It's yeah, EDM. Just, it just works. It just works. Yeah, exactly. And it, it gets really pumped. Like, even when you're going to go do the pull-up challenge, at one point I was like, maybe I should just turn off the music. Maybe it would, it would help me with my rhythm more. I was like, yeah. ah, fuck. This music gets me hyped. No. I have to yeah, keep it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so weird, right? Like the, like, the game has these, like, very epic orchestral uh, tracks, but yeah. they also have, like, a lot of EDM, something that you that you will find at, in, like, a Taken game. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, it still yeah. works. Like, works. like, the mix still works somehow. It's so weird. I think that's, like, so important. Like, many games, especially, like, Western games, have gone so much to orchestral music that mm. it kind of loses that fun of it. Like, the fun is, like, there's so many tracks in... In Five and Seven remake that unorchestral, and are just mm. like background music. Like when you go to the wall market, that's actually a new track yeah. as well. Uh, the okay. wall market track, yeah, it's a new track, yeah, because they use, usually play that track called "Underneath the Rotten Pizza" that actually plays when you're on your way to the wall market. That actually used to be the wall market theme as well. You know, the one mm. with the bass that goes do do dum do dum. That's how the bass goes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like that's one of my favorite tracks from the original. Like that was again one of those when I heard that bass line, I was like, "Yeah, we here, we in it now, we in it." Yeah, and nice. they use that like, yeah, and then there's just like just a track like that. It's just a bass line, and then there's like this. Uh, I think it's a violin that plays in the background, mm. and that's a, like it's such a simple track. And then comes the drum, brum, brum, and then you go back to the bass line. That's not a song you will hear in any other video game, like triple A big video game, of course. Mm. And that saddens me honestly, because like the music plays such a big role in this game. Like each track, like oh, whenever yeah, sure. whenever we like cut to the bad guys, the Shinra Company. Mm. Yeah, love the Shinra Company. By the way, I love all those characters so much. Horrible people, but love them. Yeah, but when you cut to them, like um, they play the what's it called? Uh, yeah, they play the Shinra theme. The room. Boom, boom, and again, you have a villain theme. You don't see that in other games lately. Mm. And that sucks us. That's something I wish more. Like Persona does this as well, like positively. When you have themes for specific places and it just, when you hear that music, you're transported instantly back to that moment. I, I, I'm, I'm actually thinking about uh, buying the soundtrack on vinyl. Not the same. I don't even have uh, a vinyl player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna have to, I have to buy that one as well, yeah, right? Uh, like, I don't think I hope this 
the music will be released on Spotify. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, because they released everything else on Spotify. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. like, I can check right now if you want to. Because if they have Kingdom Hearts 3 on here, we'll probably get Final Fantasy VII Remake here as well. Yeah, like, I think it's just a question about time. I think uh, maybe in a month or something, they're going to release. It's like it's five five discs or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's huge. There's so many it's tracks. Huge. Yeah. Uh, it's almost ridiculous how many tracks there are in this game. Yeah, so right now I'm just using YouTube. They yeah, have like, same. yeah, <laughs> same. I'm just uh, going on YouTube and checking because I know the remix soundtrack isn't here, mm-hmm. but I want to see if the Kingdom Hearts 3 soundtrack is on here at least. I think the last thing that we haven't touched upon, I think that's it's worthy to talk just uh, a little bit about, is like the yeah. UI of the, the game, like the menus. Uh, yeah, how I think at least menu, like just menu in general, or the menu when you're battling, or both. Like, just uh, I think, yeah, both, but. Especially like this, like where you equip uh, yeah, material yeah. and just, yeah, like the start screen, the menu is is, is so well designed. Like yeah. it's so effective. Like the, like the workflow is just amazing. Yeah. Uh, like it's so very fast. Like the only yeah. thing I would say like I didn't like UI wise was the weapon upgrade system. Because oh. it was so slow going in, seeing that zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so I just cool the first time, but uh, then it was like, yeah. I just set it to automatically and let, the, let it decide what it wanted to. Because like, yeah. most of those bit upgrade things only get really important when you get to hard mode. Because yeah. then there are some abilities you want to have priority over. Yeah. And by that time, you probably have all the upgrades as well. So it <laughs> doesn't yeah, really exactly. matter that much in the end. So yeah, like yeah, that's one of the things. Where I was like, yeah, I don't, I hate this menu. That's why I went into auto by the end and just let it let the computer upgrade it. This yeah. is gonna be a dumb question, but would you recommend this game to people? And if so, who? Yeah, of course, I would definitely recommend this. Uh, to, I think I think everyone. I don't know everyone, but I think if you like if you like uh, a very fun combat system, yeah. cool characters, beautiful graphics, music. If you like music, yeah. Or just a good story. Uh, definitely check this game out. It's yeah. uh, it's it's incredible. And also, and, uh, like if, yeah. the whole idea of uh, like even okay, actually one thing we didn't talk about is difficulty levels. Like I was talking about playing yeah. hard mode. You unlock hard mm-hmm. mode by playing the game on normal, obviously. Yeah. No, not obviously, because yeah. not all games do that. But you have to beat the game on normal. Then there are two extra modes. There's easy mode and classic mode. So easy mode is actually very easy compared to normal mode. Like. So even if you go in and find like, okay, I actually really enjoy the story, but I can wrap my head around this the gameplay, easy mode is there. Like you can still enjoy the story. And if you just want to kick back, relax, and and just like issue com- commands here and there, classic mode is there for you. In classic mode, the game is actually on easy mode, difficulty-wise. Okay. And the characters, they do the blocking and dodging and all the action parts are actually relegated to the computer the ai you can take yeah. control if you want to but you can just like don't and mm-hmm. then all you have to do is issue commands so whenever there's full at bars you can just go in and issue the commands you can play it like a turn-based rpg if you want mm. where they just do all the dodging and whatnot um, which kind of works like in the old games where they would dodge by yeah. themselves and so on that's like a cool thing they've added so my point is like even if you think oh shit i've never played a jrpg and I would still say play it on normal because it's a very rewarding combat system. But even if you feel like, oh, this is too difficult, turn this difficulty down. Like, we don't yeah. shame people here who play on easy. It's about having fun. No, no. And 
<laughs> I, I agree. Definitely start out with a, a normal because yeah. that's how I think the game was designed yeah. to be played. And then if it's still too difficult, just yeah. uh, just go back to easy. It's, it's totally fine. Just just a quick question. Like um, I felt at some of the more uh, um, difficult uh, boss boss fights. Sometimes I felt I needed more control. If like if I was controlling Barrett, I wanted to also control um, the other two. Like in terms of defending, it never became became a huge is- issue. But now that you've been playing it on hard, like is that a bigger yeah, issue or? Yeah. AI actually does a really great job at dodging and blocking, and especially because yeah. wise, the character you're playing as is the one that's going to get all the aggro. As soon as you punch, they're going to start attacking you. Yeah, I've noticed not, that. So it's not like. Um, it wasn't really a problem. However, there was this one boss that you're gonna meet in chapter. I can't believe, I can't remember if it was sixteen or seventeen. But one of the later cha- seventeen, I actually think chapter seventeen. Mm-hmm. There's this boss, and this boss actually does this weird move where they like run around, and you're on this platform. You don't have a lot of mobility here, and I got so freaking annoyed because one of my characters refused to like just walk to the side like the only thing you have to do is walk to the side and stay there and you can mm. get hit mm. and for some reason they kept choosing choosing to go, go up. like that was the one time i was yeah. annoyed at the ai other than the ai is fine it was just that moment like that one bus fight was, what is yeah. going on yeah okay like, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't sound like it's a big problem so yeah one bus fight out of okay. 40 hours, one boss fight where, like, I was annoyed. For me, that's okay. Like, every game has its hiccups. But for me, like, sure. yeah. Like, for me, as an old player, especially, like, just remember when we're talking about this, when you hear my thoughts, this these are the thoughts of someone who's who loves the original game and who is thoughts of someone who's played the opening mission of the original game and said, yeah, fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, like, this is almost a perfect JRPG. How would you like this? Is the blueprint going forward if you want to make the triple A experience? Finally, I feel like Square Enix finally figured a, a way of making this big budget JRPG they've always wanted to make. Like, it's obvious mm-hmm. this is what they hoped Final Fantasy 13 would be, this is what they hoped Final Fantasy 15 would be. They did it with this one, yeah. And finally, there's like a big game. That's not Persona for once. Yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. I feel about it. Like, I love Persona. Don't get, get me wrong. I freaking love Persona. But I'm glad there's something, again, like in the big budget space that's not Persona. Mm-hmm. I also play small JRPGs. Not about Final important question that I have to ask is yeah. that this game is like, uh, like you don't get the full story of the original uh, Final Fantasy VII. So now that you've completed the, the game without spoiling the story, of course, yeah. like what do you feel? Like Do you feel like, like this are is you a- annoyed? This is its, its own game. Okay. This is its own game. And uh, even as someone who's played the full yeah. game to completion multiple, t- like the original game to completion multiple times, I'm more excited than ever to see what's coming next. Because, uh, okay. yeah. yeah they do, like, it's obvious when you finish it, you're going to be like, no, no, this was a full game. Uh, I wasn't annoyed. No, I wasn't annoyed. At it. Like I felt yeah. like I got my money's worth, and I'm getting my time's worth. Like even as someone who was a bit skeptical about why they've chopped up the the story that way, when you finish the game, everything clicks, and you understand ah, this is why they've done it the way they've done it. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, good. So, so so it doesn't feel like a cash grab, right? Not at all. No, no. If people like okay, I've seen people online still complaining that. Oh, this feels like a cash grab. It feel, you, you have to remember multiple things. One, JRPGs don't sell as much as your Uncharted or your God of War or your Halos. They don't sell as much. 
on one hand they actually have to do this in order to tell the full story this way because they have to make money that's the reality of it that being said i'm 47 hours in now that's including hard mode of course okay Uh, and i'm not tired of this game at all like i am far from tired this is not a cash grab they've put their heart and souls into this game so no not at all and also wait for the next part like there's not gonna be a complete edition like i feel like the word episodic threw a lot of people off it's not like the walking dead or whatever where you play an episode like that's Mm -hmm. an hour or two and they move on no 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 this is a game and there's gonna be a sequel Mm -hmm. in i'm gonna guess at the most two years we're not gonna wait more than two years for the sequel hopefully hopefully. they have the game combat system unlocked now and they have exactly. the yeah i can't imagine them taking as long as they've done with this one uh, since the reveal uh, yeah the reveal five years ago and then they mm-hmm. stopped production and restarted production three years ago yeah they're, we're gonna see the next part in five and seven remake part two whatever they're gonna call it in yeah. two years I yeah, yeah it's gonna be interesting to see like what they're gonna call the next one but yeah, yeah uh, I'm very happy that you say all these things because, like, I was I was worried that when I finished that I would feel like, oh, shit, like, I, I'm missing, like, the second part, right? Yeah. But so far, I don't. I f- definitely feel like it's a full-fledged game, and I, I, I can't wait to, to get to You're going to miss the second part in that regards that it's it does end on a cliffhanger, though. Yeah, okay. But well, think about it, like, the same way Infinity War ended on a cliffhanger, like... It, okay yeah yeah remember when they changed the name to like oh no we have infinity war because originally it was part one part two that's what they yeah, called it yeah. it's like no 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 it's two th- different things yeah think about it the same way here like when you finish this you go like aha okay this is why they've uh, chopped it up the way they've done. like it makes total sense um, yeah so no you you will be looking forward to the future because there's going to be questions that need answering because they do end on a heavy cliffhanger but it's a cool cliffhanger that really invites players to i think everyone who completes this game is gonna play uh, the second part yeah i'm 100 percent sure of it that's nice um yeah like i i i have to finish the game uh, yeah. as quick as possible so we can do this like uh, a special part uh, yeah. spoiler cast for, for it up whenever. yeah right are we gonna we make it a part of the next episode, or we'll figure no, it we, out. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a complimentary like episode, just in between like the main main. Uh, yeah. Also, so, like, uh, everyone who's listening out there, if you've played Final Fantasy VII Remake, please message either me or Hui or comment yeah. on our Facebook page. Like, if you can contact us, find our best way to contact us and tell us what did you think about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my sake, at least, you can go full. If you have spoiler questions, send them my way. Please don't spoil uh, from chapter 15 and onward for Hui. Like, he needs to finish yeah. the game. Yeah. But send me all your spoiler questions and uh, we'll pick them up um, on your spoiler cast. Like, or even if you have gameplay questions, like any question we're pretending exactly. to game, we're going to be bringing them to the spoiler cast. And if you have questions in general, we'll just pick them up in the next game speak whenever yes. in two weeks time so you have to two weeks to find cool questions maybe you want to ask us about the dual sense controller who knows yeah we'll see we'll see about that or you have anything here at the tail end of uh this? no i think uh, we covered a lot of ground and yeah, yeah i'm looking forward to to uh, to record the spoilercast with you like uh, it's gonna hopefully be very soon 
Because I have like I have many, many, many thoughts, and I've nice, been really good. Like, I've been looking forward to the podcast. Look, yeah. I actually kind of hope we could make this podcast today, but it's okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's all for this episode of the Game Speak. As always, we release bi-weekly Mondays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Castbox. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends all about it. We love you. Stay safe, and hopefully. By the time we you hear from from us next, then we would have finished the Final Fantasy VII remake, and we'll have a bunch of spoiler talks for you. And else, we'll see you in two weeks for the next regular episode of the Game Speak. Bye, everyone, and we love you. See ya. Bye.